Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. ...bid to get abortion restricted to just 15 weeks. Voted on in Richmond. We'll tell you how that went. One day after being kicked off the House Intelligence Committee, a prominent Democrat says he wants to run for a new office. We'll talk to CBS's Major Garrett at 510. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Five former police officers are now facing felony charges for the violent arrest of a 29-year-old driver in Memphis. CBS's Elise Preston reports. The Shelby County District Attorney announced criminal charges, including second-degree murder, against five former Memphis police officers involved in a traffic stop that led to the death of Tyree Nichols. The actions of all of them resulted in the death of Tyree Nichols, and they are all responsible. The five officers who were fired last week surrendered to authorities. Let me be clear. What happened here does not at all reflect proper policing. This was wrong. This was criminal. Nichols died just three days after that traffic stop. An extremist inspired by ISIS has been convicted of running his truck up a bike path and killing eight people in New York City in 2017. A jury will now decide whether he should be executed or spend the rest of his life in prison. The double murder trial of Alex Murdaugh is underway in South Carolina. The former lawyer is accused of killing his wife and adult son. Sergeant Daniel Green was the first to arrive on the murder scene, and he testified in court today about what he saw in his own body cam footage. On the right would be uh, Maggie's body, also laying face down on the ground, a large pool of blood around her head. And we see an individual standing. Who is that? The individual standing in the background would be Mr. Murdaugh. He says Murdaugh seemed upset but didn't cry. The FBI helped break up a big ransomware gang known as the Hive. FBI Director Christopher Wray. Going after their infrastructure, going after their crypto, going after the people who work with them here, getting the keys and making those available. Uh, but it also includes uh, hunting people down. The network targeted victims worldwide. President Biden's team may have been a little more proactive than we thought about recovering classified documents. CBS's Stephen Portnoy explains. The White House and the president's personal lawyer have repeatedly said that Mr. Biden's legal team was in regular contact with investigators, even as they kept the discovery of classified documents at the Penn Biden Center from the public. But now, a source tells CBS News, the Biden team also kept from the Justice Department a plan to have Mr. Biden's attorneys search the president's home in late December. Classified documents were found then. We're told the revelation caught prosecutors off guard, and it's what led the FBI to conduct a search of the president's home last week. Elon Musk changed his name to Mr. Tweet and now says the platform, his platform, won't let him change it back. The nickname refers to a mistake a lawyer recently made during his Tesla trial in California. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 
5.03 on WTOP on this Thursday, January 26th, 2023. Getting a little bit of clearing here. We're at 47 in Northwest. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Hillary Howard. A couple of major local stories unfolding this hour. First, it was a big legal loss in court today for the former superintendent of Loudoun County Public Schools. He's charged in connection with a student committing sexual assaults at two different schools. WTOP's Nick Ionelli reports from the courthouse. A Loudoun County judge denied a request from former Superintendent Scott Ziegler to have charges against him dropped. He's facing three misdemeanors related to how the county's school system handled two sexual assaults by one student in 2021. His defense attorneys argued that Virginia's Attorney General overstepped his authority in convening the special grand jury that leveled the charges, but the judge disagreed. The father of one of the assault victims spoke out about how that made him feel. I mean, somewhat relieved because, you know, we want to see this thing get going. You know, our family needs closure. At the Loudoun County Courthouse, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. And breaking tonight, Virginia Senate Democrats have defeated several bills that would have restricted abortion access in the Commonwealth. And that includes the proposed 15-week abortion ban that was a priority for Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. These were the first decisive legislative votes in Virginia since the Supreme Court's decision last year that overturned Roe v. Wade. Observers say barring some extraordinary move, abortion rights restrictions are unlikely to be enacted this year in Virginia. Virginia has some of the South's most permissive abortion laws. Fairfax County Public Schools has already started recruiting teachers for next year. It's getting a quicker start than in the past. Now, county leaders are considering whether they're paying teachers enough to bring in the best of the best and keep current employees happy. The heavy hitters right now are Loudoun Prince William. That's school board member Megan McLaughlin responding to the 5% raise Prince William County school teachers are projected to earn next year. Fairfax County's proposed budget calls for a 3% boost. Board member Abraro Mace wonders if that's enough. The employee compensation piece does strike me as a place where our system is bleeding. Fairfax ranks fifth out of nine local school systems for total career earnings this year. And the county puts an average of $4,000 per year into teachers' retirement funds. But Chief Operating Officer Marty Smith says it may be hard for recent graduates to think that far ahead. It's hard for them to understand what that benefit might be down the road. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A local PE teacher is being recognized for the extraordinary impact he has on his students. The Northwest D.C. elementary and middle school educator is in the running for the nation's top teaching honor. Teachers have that opportunity to create a little person and mold them into something great. Coach Jamar Roundtree says he loves his job. He gets to use physical activity to help kids let off steam, learn that it's okay to fail as long as you keep trying, and just as important as getting them moving, to create a space for them to share and let go of whatever emotional weight they are carrying. But kids get an opportunity to share things they might not share in the the regular classrooms. The Center City Public Charter School educator has already been selected as D.C.'s Teacher of the Year. The 2023 National Teacher of the Year will be announced in the spring. Shana Steelen, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, a day after being kicked off the House Intelligence Committee, which he used to chair, California Democrat Adam Schiff says he is running for a new role in Congress. It's 5.06. Everyone deserves to be connected. That's why Cox has high-speed internet to fit any budget. Stream, chat, and connect at an incredible price. You're probably thinking, wait, what? But yeah, it's true. 
Learn more at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable, one per household. Application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Other restrictions apply. Over 70% of federal agencies don't have full knowledge of where their data is stored, impacting agency leaders' ability to make informed decisions and accelerate digital transformation. Cloudera Government Solutions offers data in motion capabilities that helps agencies move any data from any source to any destination, turning your siloed data into strategic assets. Cloudera harnesses modern data architectures to improve visibility and speed analysis with built-in security and governance. Visit cloudera.com slash public sector for details. The weather we get in the morning may not be the weather we get in the afternoon. Welcome to Washington. Freezing rain moving into our area. Temps are expected to nosedive. Get the latest Storm Team 4 updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Everything you need every time you listen. 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. From Annandale toward Fairfax City on Little River Turnpike, 236 westbound slow from the Beltway toward Woodburn Road. Caller says that crash is blocking the left lane. 95 looking for a new crash near the Fairfax County Parkway interchange. Initially reported on the northbound side, southbound traffic slow from Old 7100 toward Route 123, short slowdowns farther south through and beyond the Marine Base. On the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia, there are no specific new incidents to call your attention to. Crashes on the outer loop at the Dulles Connector and Gallows Road on the shoulders and getting towed. Pretty slow, leaving Alexandria across the Wilson Bridge and the local lanes to get up into Oxon Hill. There was something on a shoulder and maybe crowding the outside edge of the local lanes at the uh, eastern end beyond 210. In Montgomery County, all is well on 495. Volume delays aside and getting better in Chevy Chase on Connecticut Avenue northbound toward the Beltway. The work zone at Jonesbridge Road, as far as Connecticut Avenue is concerned, is clear. There might still be some cones in the path of eastbound drivers on Jonesbridge coming from Walter Reed. 270 northbound, still slow much of the way through Gaithersburg. Better, more forward progress through Germantown. The incident beyond Father Hurley Boulevard, long gone. In the district, southbound South Capitol Street, long delays. From the southeast-southwest freeway across the Douglas Bridge, only two lanes are getting by a rush hour work zone off the Douglas Bridge and near Anacostia Park. Johns Hopkins Cancer Care in the greater Washington area with renowned cancer experts in our community, including at Sibley and Suburban Hospitals. Find out more at HopkinsCancerDC.org. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's talk weather. Here's Amelia. We'll have temperatures in the 40s as we look to the end of our Thursday with overnight lows in the upper 20s to mid-30s. Some isolated sprinkles out there right now, but as we head into the overnight hours, skies become partly cloudy. For tomorrow, mostly sunny, a bit breezy, not a bad late January day for Friday. Highs in the mid to upper 40s. A nice day on Saturday with mostly sunny skies and highs in the low to mid 50s. There's the chance for some late day rain on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Well, we're sitting at 42 now in Rockville's temperatures start to drop. We've got 43 in Ashburn, 46 in District Heights, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. 
Go to LongFence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 510. Democratic California Congressman Adam Schiff says he's running for the Senate next year. He's launched a campaign for Dianne Feinstein's seat in what is shaping up to be a competitive Democratic primary. And just yesterday, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced Schiff would not be allowed to serve on the House Intelligence Committee. That's a panel Schiff was the chairman of during the last Congress. Well, joining us live, CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Major Garrett, who also hosts the Takeout podcast. Great to have you back, Major. Thank you so much. Hi. Uh, great to be with you, and greetings from uh, Colorado State Capitol in Denver, where I hear, I'm here on assignment. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to talk a little California politics, though, as well, a place you're pretty <laughs> familiar with. Uh, there was yes. a lot of, yeah, there was a lot of expectation that Adam Schiff would run for the Senate, but his removal sure. from the Intelligence Committee, along with a fellow California Democrat, Eric Swalwell, uh, that has made some big news. Seems like House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is doing a political tit-for-tat. Uh, give us an idea of what exactly is going on here. So, uh, writ large, it's bad for the institution, meaning the House of Representatives, but probably very good for Adam Schiff's primary campaign for that Senate seat. Now, remember, it's not yet a vacancy, but there's tremendous expectation among California Democrats that sitting Senator Dianne Feinstein will not seek re-election. That's why they're throwing their hat in the ring. And in his announcement, Adam Schiff said that one of the reasons he's running is because MAGA-influenced Republicans are too extreme. And this punitive gesture taken by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, a fellow Californian, fits into that mold. So Adam Schiff will say, see what I'm telling you? It's true. It's happening to me right now. And this is, as you said, a tit-for-tat in the sense that two Republicans were removed from committees by the previous Congress. They're, the reasons there quite different from Adam Schiff's, but – Kevin McCarthy can't put that vote to his narrow majority because he probably couldn't do that, but he can do it because, as Speaker, he exercises authority over membership on the House Intelligence Committee, made promises to become Speaker to eject Swalwell and Schiff, and therefore did it. But in the end, politically, it's probably a plus for Adam Schiff. So, Major, our country's politicians seem to have a classified documents problem. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, They've shown up, of course, in Joe Biden's home, Donald Trump's home, and now former Vice President Mike Pence had some classified material at his place. And the National Archives wants these former officials to check for classified documents. Can you dig into this a little bit and, and just how much of an anomaly or not this is? Well, it is an anomaly. started, in fact, because former President Trump didn't cooperate with the National Archives. The FBI had to get involved quite memorably, quite publicly. And then we have this inadvertency problem. It so appears with President Biden when he was vice president and a member of the Senate and now Vice President Pence. So now the archives is like, okay, this could be a problem where in the packing and the moving of papers, some things get where they ought not to be. I think one of the reasons the Pence revelations came forward is because he gave an answer to a question about two weeks ago. No, I have no classified documents in my papers. But he said, I better double check that. Why? Because he has political aspirations. He wants to run for the Republican nomination. President Obama, President Bush, Vice President Cheney, Vice President Gore, they don't have that consideration. So they're probably not going to go through their papers as aggressively as Pence did. That's why the National Archives is like, why don't you please, please just check so we can run all this to ground. I think the reason it became operative for Pence is because he knows he's going to be making a decision about that Republican nomination bid, and he wanted to be clear on this subject before he made that announcement. Major, enjoy beautiful Colorado. 
Thank you. Mm -hmm. Major Garrett, Chief Washington Correspondent for CBS News. 514. The Eagles Hotel California Tour. Live in concert with a full orchestra. Performing their iconic album, Hotel California, beginning to end, plus a greatest hit set. The Eagles. CFG Bank Arena, Baltimore, Saturday, April 8th. Get tickets Friday, January 27th at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. Because of the new car shortage, car buyers are paying over sticker price for new cars. Not at Fitzgerald Subaru in Gaithersburg and Rockville. We still post our no-haggle, no-hassle price on the windshield of every new Subaru and Subaru-certified pre-owned in Fitzway used car. And many are discounted below sticker. Our price transparency will earn your trust. That's the Fitzway. Call 888-FITZMALL and get all the facts. Transparency and trust. That's the Fitzway. There's just no better way to go. On WTOP, let's find out what happens on Wall Street. The Dow ends the day up more than 200 points. Turns out D.C. is a top coffee city. I'm Jeff Glaber. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Rob Woodfork, hello. Hi. Hi. How are we doing here? Good. What's Good. up? Hey, here's what's up. The first NFL head coaching dominoes finally fallen. The Carolina Panthers have chosen Frank Reich over interim coach Steve Wilkes. Now, I get it. Reich has a winning record in Indianapolis. He was the first-ever quarterback of the Panthers back in the day. He's got an offensive background. That's desirable for a franchise still searching for a long-term answer at quarterback. I get it. But Carolina fired coach Matt Rule in season after a 1-4 start, handed the keys to Wilkes, then traded away their best player, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Mm -hmm. right? And all Wilkes did was galvanize the team, go 6-6 and down the stretch, and come one game shy of winning the division. They were a tough out down the stretch. I, they, I, I'm as surprised as you are. significantly better football than you had ever seen under rule. But yeah, yeah. apparently that doesn't matter. And uh, Dan Campbell uh, he, he did the similar thing in Detroit. People are talking about him as a potential coach of the year candidate. Wilkes, on the other hand, the odd man out. The difference between the two coaches is skin deep. The uh, In baseball, the Houston Astros have hired Dana Brown as their new general manager, the lone black GM in the majors now. The Orioles have added Cole Irvin to the pitching rotation after acquiring the lefty from Oakland in college basketball tonight. An hour and change from tip-off in College Park between the 10th-ranked Maryland women and number 13 Michigan. And, of course, the Capitals and Penguins renewing that storied rivalry tonight in D.C. The home team trying to stop a two-game slide. Rob Woodwork, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Rob. 517, you know, most of us love going out to eat, but a new list of the best restaurants around here. Shows that eating out has changed since the pandemic. Washingtonian food editor Jessica Sidman says their new list, the 100 very best restaurants in Washington, is not just sit-down special occasion places like the Dabney, which tops the list. It also includes carryouts and food trucks. And we want to highlight places that are the best at what they do, even if that's not a $200 tasting menu, maybe. It's the no-frills taqueria. And that includes streeteries, ghost kitchens, and pop-ups. Those are all things that are here to stay. Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. We've got a link to the list on WTOP.com. Now to the top stories we're working at WTOP. Five former Memphis police officers are charged with second-degree murder in the death of Tyree Nichols. 
When is the arrest video coming out? We'll have an answer. Motion denied. That's what a judge told former Loudoun County Superintendent Scott Ziegler heard in court today. FDA advisors say we only use one kind of COVID vaccine moving forward. And keep it here on WTOP for full details in the minutes ahead. 518. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Dave Dildine. On the Southeast Southwest Freeway, 395, 695, DC 295, and Interstate 295, it is just rush hour volume delays. At the Potomac and Anacostia River Bridges, drivers who have it the worst are those southbound on South Capitol Street heading for the Douglas Bridge, the Frederick Douglas Bridge, rush hour work zone on the Anacostia Park side with only two lanes getting by. Not sure if it's important, but it is definitely slowing the pace near Nats Park on South Capitol Street. On the Capitol Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, normal rush hour volume delays, nothing outrageous, just heavy traffic without incident. Chevy Chase, Maryland, Connecticut Avenue, getting a move on. The work zone at Jones Bridge Road is clear, which means the signal should be cycling again. Northbound 270, slow in northbound stretches between Rockville and Urbana. 50 at the Bay Bridge, slow eastbound traffic, two-way operations on the westbound span. Baltimore-Washington Parkway and 95, Beltway to Beltway, no incidents reported. Annandale to Fairfax City, Virginia, westbound on 236, Little River Turnpike delays from the Beltway extend to Woodyard Road, make that Woodburn Road, and the crash that was blocking the left side. 95, they found the crash southbound on the main line, south of Fairfax County Parkway. They're blocking the left, but downstream it's going to be heavy toward the Occoquan and Route 123 nonetheless. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show is back now through Sunday. Come see the newest show features and the best the industry has to offer. For details and tickets, visit WashingtonAutoShow.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Well, Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper with us once again. Where are we headed with this weather, Amelia? Well, Sean, for tomorrow, we're going to lose the winds. It was gusty, windy at times out there today. Gusts up to 35 miles an hour here in Washington at one point. So lighter winds tomorrow. Temperatures will be a few degrees cooler, but with plenty of sun, a pretty nice winter day. High temperatures tomorrow in the mid to upper 40s. Low to mid 50s on Saturday, so we're warmer. Low 50s on Sunday, but clouds increase throughout the day. There's the chance for some late day rain showers on Sunday into Monday morning. And then I'm watching a storm system. It could impact our area Tuesday or Wednesday. Now that sounds kind of funny. How do you not know exactly what day? But it's based on kind of variables that are going on in the atmosphere right now. But all of our computer models are hinting at some chance at wintry weather. And again, stay tuned because we're going to refine the exact timing. But some snow, some rain, maybe some ice at play. Again, that would be midweek next week, Tuesday or Wednesday. So stay tuned. Currently 48 in Potomac, 44 in Upper Marlboro, and 46 back in Herndon. Thanks so much, Amelia. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP. Metro will add more trains. Where the ridership demand is. I'm John Doman. 521. Each day across our country, in big cities and small towns, highly skilled nurses make home visits to thousands of seniors. These free annual exams are part of house calls from United Healthcare Medicare Advantage. From a systemic perspective, this service is part of the solution to major challenges like access and affordability. But what are house calls like on a personal level? Here's what Darlene Minnesey, a United Healthcare nurse, has to say. The best thing about being a house calls nurse, the time that I'm allowed with the members in their home. We do a thorough exam. We're listening to everything that's going on in their lives. 
I want them to get whatever resources they might need to be healthy. And then follow up, scheduling doctor's appointments. What inspired me to get into nursing was taking care of my grandmother. Everyone deserves the kind of care that I was able to give my grandmother. House calls from United Healthcare Medicare Advantage. Learn more at uhg.com slash house calls. House calls may not be available in all areas. If you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. This is George Wallace. And new customers bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code GW. Taking a hard look at the home teams this weekend, Kansas City and Philadelphia. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code GW. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is WTOP News. 523. And in other news this afternoon, we are not yet riding metros frequently as we did before COVID. But some days have more people than others and metros adjusting to meet the demand. Trains run every 15 minutes on the orange-blue and what's known as the Blue Plus line right now. Effective February 7th, we'll be running 12-minute frequencies on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 6 to 9 a.m. and to 3 to 6 p.m. That's Metro GM Randy Clark. And he says that means from Roslyn through the city to state Armory, you'll see trains passing through the core every three and a half minutes. And that is where the ridership demand is. On February 21st, you'll also see red line trains run every eight minutes from 6A to 9P, Tuesday through Thursday. And with more 7,000 series cars, all orange line trains will also be eight cars long starting on the 7th. John Dome in WTOP News. A little less than two months ago, an off-duty FBI agent shot and killed a man inside Metro Center during a fight. No one else at the station was hurt. Metro leaders say that is partly due to the actions of Victoria Stanley. She was operating a red line train full of passengers. As she approached Metro Center, she noticed the commotion and heard gunshots. Instead of opening the train doors, Operator Stanley kept, uh, kept them closed to protect the customers on her train and quickly began moving the train full of customers out of harm's way toward the next station. My description of this cannot convey how amazing Ms. Stanley's quick thinking was in this moment. That's Metro Board Chair Paul Smedberg. At today's board meeting, Smedberg read social media posts from writers who thanked Stanley for keeping them safe. WTOP at 525, Money News, 25 and 55. Back to Jeff Claybaugh. A Thursday rally for Wall Street. The Dow up 205 points. The S&P 500 index up 44. That's 1%. The Nasdaq up almost 200 points. That was a 1.8% gain. We're still propping up the economy. We consumers, consumer spending is two-thirds of GDP. It posted an annual gain of 2.1% in the fourth quarter. Sam's Club plans to open about three dozen new stores. It hasn't opened any new stores in more than five years. In fact, it closed 60 in 2018. Sam's has seen double-digit sales growth. The new stores will be bigger Coffee drinkers around here, a lot of choices. The D.C. Metro has 58 coffee shops per 100,000 residents, ranking us sixth in the nation for coffee per capita. 
Boston is number one. Jeff Clable. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Juniper Networks. Is your agency equipped for the president's new cybersecurity executive order? Juniper Networks can help. Learn why more than 80 federal agencies and the world's best companies trust Juniper. Juniper.net. Coming up on WTOP. This is disgusting. A big legal loss in court for the former head of Loudoun County Schools. I'm Nick Alinelli. 526. I was ashamed to smile. My missing and decaying teeth affected my relationships, my career, my self-esteem, and my health. With these